You're listening to the Living Inside Out podcast, and I'm your host, Talks Arotary. This is episode 73. Welcome to the Living Inside Out podcast, where we believe in living with intention. Episode 73 is Raising Teens with Intention with Celia Talks and Family to have Celia Talks and family. Do you know when I first saw your name, I thought it was Talks as in my, my name. Oh, it <laughs> clicked one day that is Talks as in t- you because you know. Well, it's not. Oh, it's not? No. <laughs> my surname starts with Talk. Oh, you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a <laughs> really my maiden name. Ah. Yeah. So the talks comes from my comes maiden, from your name, maiden name. Yeah, a lot of people think it's TikTok. I thought, from, I thought yeah. first I thought it was my my yeah. talks, and then yeah. I thought, oh, we're, we're namesakes. <laughs> and then <laughs> I thought one, I don't know what it was, and I just thought it's talks from TikTok, but it's not. No. Mm-hmm. That's a relief yeah. to hear because yeah. TikTok has actually messed my name up. Now, when you oh, search, oh, true. yeah, the, everyone thinks it's, it's TikTok. It's TikTok yeah. Yeah. Oh, so annoying. I feel like changing it. <laughs> so I don't want people to think I put TikTok no, by because, my name. But, like, that's got, my life. Have you got that <laughs> feedback though? Have other people, people thought have the thought same? It was, yeah, people have thought it's to do with TikTok. Uh. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it. It is not. And we have also got Rachel and Lizzie. Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you for having us. And Lizzie is, is Elizabeth. Yeah. Well, you prefer Lizzie. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> you guys are familiar with this beautiful family. Mom and her daughters and sometimes grandma shows up as well. <laughs> and just really, really amazing family on Instagram, on social media and everything. So excited for you guys to be here. Thank, Thank you for coming you. all the way Thank down. And, us. Okay, so first I, wanna, I want you to do a proper introduction. Tell okay. us who you are and, and what you do and why we know you, why the world okay. loves you. Oh, <laughs> well, my name is Celia and we do social media. I actually have a job outside of social media. <laughs> I'm an optometrist, so I, oh. that's my day job. And we started social media. We started making videos for social media during the lockdown because we were bored oh, at wow. home like everybody else. <laughs> um, and then we just got on TikTok. I joined it just to check on them that they were being safe. Oh. Um, and then we decided to make videos together and we enjoyed doing that and People enjoyed it, and so we just kept going. So we went from TikTok, we started posting them on Instagram, we started posting them wow. on YouTube. Yeah, and then we just got a really wow. big following people from all over the world who could identify with the African mums. Yeah, <laughs> big time. The, the most memorable one for me is when, I'm not sure who was in the car, and you got the teacher comes over and yeah, mommy was just, me. was it you? Yeah. I mean, the switch. I don't know if you've seen that Susie and she's, <laughs> she just, you know, she's speaking all very British, all very proper. Mm-hmm. No, she, first she's speaking starting like, off you know, like, like of Nigerian. Yeah. Starting off as an African mom, freaking out and everything. What happened to the last 5% or 1% yeah. of your, of she your got group? She got 98%. What happened and then the teacher comes to the window and she morphs into a completely different person that she and the way she jumps as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, brilliant, really, really good. So what has what has life been like for you with this fame and this popularity? How do people respond to you? At school it's been pretty much the same. All my friends are, you know excited about it even my friends give like video ideas like oh lizzie you should do this or you should oh, tell your God. mom to do this and my mom's like yeah we should definitely do that <laughs> and yeah and there's lots of lovely comments on our account saying how mm. 
great I am. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really nice, yeah. How about your age? Well, at my school, like, everyone in my year mostly knows. And now it's just spreading to the other years. And sometimes <laughs> when I walk around school, they're like, oh, she's the girl that's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one time at, at break time, this whole group of boys from the year below, they, they started asking me loads of questions about social media. Really? And I was like... Yeah. Come on, when it's like, mm. oh, how much is your mum making? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I saw on this website online, she's making like so much money. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That must be something. That's the sort of street cred I craved as a child that I didn't get. You know, I went to a boarding house in Nigeria okay. and uh, growing up, I was quite shy. Yeah. I was chatty, but I was shy. I was very shy. Were you shy yeah. as well? That's why my mum will say that people can't believe that it's that this me. this is you. Because I was, I was a really shy child. So how did you evolve from being shy to who you are today? I think I first started coming out of it when I felt like people thought because I was... People kind of equated shyness with stupidity. I agree. And so they thought they could take advantage of you because, mm. oh, she must be... Mm, so I, mm. and, I re, and I had to act not shy. Okay. So I had to pretend I wasn't shy. Mm. And then for a period of time, I kind of overdid it. Mm. So then people thought I was up myself. Yeah. What's wrong with this one? She's like, you know, she thinks she's, you know, she's such a snow. But I'm like, it's complete opposite yeah. because inside I'm really, really... Yeah. But I'm just trying to hide it. Yeah. Um, but I've always loved like the performing and the acting and all that so that I would always come out of my shell for stuff like that so but yeah so I'm still a shy person it's all an act so mm. you, you just gotta act confident yes. and then you feel a bit more confident but that yeah. is interesting so the more you do do you feel though that you're growing in confidence or do you feel like you're putting on confidence and putting it off again I think I'm putting it on and off really yeah yeah, I still have times where I doubt myself. Mm. I still have, in fact, they're the ones who talk me down off the ledge. Like, I'll be like, I don't think I want to do this social media anymore. <laughs> I don't think it's mm, like, mommy, you've got to just be patient. You've got to try oh. this. Just remember why you do it in the first place. Just remember, don't worry if this, don't worry if that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot. <laughs> so, how do you convince her to keep going? I think you just forget. I think you forget yeah. things that have happened that like shows that this is the thing that you should be doing. Yeah, it's just for, I forget. And you remind yeah, you. I just remind you. It's just mm. forgetfulness, basically. Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. guys? Do any of you feel like you're shy as well? I'm quite shy when I'm not around my friends because I have quite a small friend group, mm -hmm. and then all the other people that aren't in my friend group, I just don't really talk to at all. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I really have a chance not to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To, but you don't show up in a lot of our skits, do you? Yeah. Because yeah. part of the reason is that little bit of shyness. Oh, really? and she doesn't want to act. Oh. She doesn't mind being filmed when she's doing something normally. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. to just... And she can act. That's the annoying thing. But then she feels like she feels too shy to actually, you know, go yeah, on the skits. Yeah, to go on so, skits. Yeah. Do you feel that the social media and the TikToks and everything, the videos have changed you in any way? Mm. not drastically but in a good way I think I've become more confident I think about just living in the moment and just being myself even if I'm like oh I don't look good I don't yeah look good. it's how I look and it's normal so I think I've just realized you know it's okay to even if in two years time I look back at it I'm like oh I don't like how I look in that I'm mm. like it's normal to feel that anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I think I've learned that. That's yeah. so cool, you know, because it feels as though what you've done is turned social media on its head 
and some of the main disadvantages of it, you're actually using it to your advantage. Yeah. 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 That's so cool because there is really the, the challenge of appearances and how you look and yeah there's this thing going on now with trying to ban children from having phones or mm. ban children off social media and i've never believed in mm. banning children from social media okay. or anything like that i've always believed let them be there but you have to make sure they're safe that's right you have to look yeah. after them you have to teach them mm. how to be safe and everything which is what i did with mm. them and so they didn't like when they first started on instagram i opened an account okay and they had access to instagram through my account mm. um and then when they had their own accounts so even like with tiktok we have this family pairing thing so okay. i can control when they're on it when they're mm. off it so you know it's more about making sure children are safe you can't control you know that's like, right put them in a box in a box you know ha- right. these things are happening in the world they have to be aware of yeah, it you just have to right. be able to police how yeah. how much they get and <clears throat> stuff mm-hmm. and um and they're quite sensible girls as well. They, so. they are. They do seem really sensible girls. <laughs> quite sensible, I just for the yeah. Just for the record, if I were to have daughters, it would be the two of you. Maybe we'll just have some boys. But it would be... Oh, I could just oh. see us all three, you know? I can yeah. see us going to the hair salon, the nail shop. I can see it happening. I and I can do that, so... You see, nice, listen, let me tell you what I would do if I were your mom. I would even have the same hairstyle as you. <laughs> I would change my glasses. It would be your glasses. We would wear matching booties. Oh She's not doing they any online, like right? They don't like it. They don't like it. They say, should we have the same? I don't mind. No, yeah. you I don't mind. mind. You, Lizzie, Lizzie doesn't, doesn't like anyone having no, the same. No, I don't mind like matching with Rachel because we already look alike already. Okay. I don't mind matching with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now you said that next time I'm going to buy three, three, three. As yes. long as it's not ugly, because it's just. I don't buy ugly things. No, no, it's. Doesn't that... she look fly? I mean, I know yeah. there's colours, you know. And I nearly, nearly wore a similar colour of trousers oh, as well. See, see, it's, it's, yeah. Great minds. <laughs> okay. Do you feel Rachel that it's changed you at all? Not really, apart because I'm not really in them that much anyway. Like in mm. the skits, apart from just like growing up. And yeah. Because how long have we been doing it for now? Almost, Almost three, three years, years now. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So it's the beginning of the first lockdown. Mm-hmm. Oh. So apart from just that, I don't think it's changed me that much. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that is super cool. So in so you we mentioned shyness. <laughs> what would you say your biggest mindset block has been, besides being shy, or would it be that just being shy? I think like what we just talked about, mm. I think it's the forgetting is one mm. and then going through the whole process again mm. of the self-doubt mm. um, and just, you know, this imposter syndrome. Yeah. I'm not really that good. I'm, they're not, our kids aren't that good. I'm not that good. Content isn't that great. You know, doubting and um, and just, or not thinking, oh, I don't look good. Like even I have that same feeling, like, mm. I don't look good. And there's, there's one particular video that I'd never, almost didn't post because mm. I thought I look big mm. look at my double chain oh my hair oh this I look oh when people see me what are they gonna and I just thought 
who cares? Yeah. yeah. Who cares? You're a normal, like he says, you're a normal human being. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I posted it. That turned out to be one of our highest performing videos. Wow. It's the one with the donut. Oh, wow. When she said she's eating a donut, I said it's pop pop. pop. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, so it's just that try not to just get negative on yourself yeah. mm-hmm. um, and from time to time it will happen again yeah then i have to be reminded mm. you know it still happens it so. still happens <laughs> you know it's funny because i find that imposter syndrome it's a real thing mm. and i believe that the cure for it if there is one is is learning to find your why and your confidence from inside you yeah not from outside yeah because a lot of people chase popularity and fame likes and numbers and followers Mm -hmm. not because it's going to feed them okay sometimes it does Mm -hmm. but not necessarily because of that Mm -hmm. but because they're looking for evidence that they're good enough yes and i think that no matter how many i mean if i wouldn't name any names but there are certain people on social media who have millions of followers and have literally changed the culture of society today yeah. based on their appearances, yeah. whether it's the BBL <laughs> or the, the way they wear their hair, yeah. the those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there are people like that. And when you see their behavior and you see the gimmicks that they do, whether it's stripping naked on social media or what have you, mm. it's looking for more yes. and looking for evidence yes. that they are good enough. Exactly. Now you have one of the biggest followings on on social media in the world mm. and you still don't feel enough. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. it's never gonna come from the outside. Exactly. Mm. And I think people definitely need to need to work. So your relationship with the girls is so beautiful to Thank see. You. <laughs> Oh God, that was a we hear this so much, and I'm always like, "How do people know this now? How do people know from watching us yeah. doing videos?" That we do you have know what? I'll tell you why. Because everyone can can spot a fake. You know, mm. there are people who will put on this fake relationship yeah. status and yes. make it look as though they're, yeah. you know, and you can tell that it's not real mm. because, no. um, you know, truth is something that everyone can identify with. Yeah. And we can recognize from a distance, yeah. you know, or maybe I should say the other way around, falsehood is something that doesn't mm-hmm. sit well with most of us, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it really does look like you have a truly, you have a beautiful relationship. Yeah. I mean, they're mm-hmm. kids, so they can't really hide. The smiles True. they give on, on camera <laughs> is yeah. real. It's yes. not false. Yeah. It's not yeah. pretentious. Yeah. That much I can say. Mm-hmm. So how have you been able to do that? Especially because... I mean, I have friends who have uh, tumultuous relationships with their mothers. Yes. And I find that in many families, you know, girls and their moms tend to clash a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, so yes. how have you done it? Uh, well, <laughs> just for the time when I finally adopt them. When you adopt so you know. Exactly, okay. yeah. <laughs> I think from when they were little, I prioritized spending time with them. Mm. I think a lot of us put other things first. I've got to work, make money. Mm. Um, I've got to go to this party. I've got to be there for this. I've got to do... And I put them first. So mm. I... I had a job that enabled me to be able to support. I mean, I've been a single parent since they were like three and two years old. And I had a job that enabled me to be able to support myself, the house, everything, working three days a week. So I made sure I didn't work. I only worked as much as I needed Needed to. to. I didn't work any holidays. So whole of the summer holidays, Easter, Christmas, I didn't work. We spent that time together. 
I made sure I took them to have experiences together. So I think it's the time. I also made sure that I didn't, I don't scold them a lot. Mm. I talk to them. I mean, nowadays mm. I scold them more because they're teenagers and they yeah. don't want to do the housework. I yeah. know, like, I've been there for how many days. <laughs> so, but when they were little, I didn't scold them. Mm. I was very careful about their emotions, not mm. making them feel like they were less, less than. than mm. Because I feel like you wouldn't shout on somebody who's your True. age mate like that, you know. Wow. They're still, they're still a human soul. They're mm. just younger. So you can't disrespect them yeah. just because they're young, just because they're your children. Yeah. Um, if they made a mistake, um, even till now, I don't scold them for making mistakes. Wow. I tell them, well, it was a mistake, mm. you know. If you do it a third time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's a mistake, you, you you know, you have to talk to them. I think it's just about putting mm. them first. That's beautiful. Just putting them first. Work isn't more important than yeah. them. I only started working full time mm. when... Um, just after this lockdown, I think, oh, okay. where nice. I did the full, full yeah, time. Really? Yeah. When they were both in secondary school, she was in year eight, she was in year nine. Wow. I always made sure I had time. And even then, I would always make sure I take time off during the holidays and um, and always make them feel free to talk to yeah, me about anything. Nice. Because if you scold a child for telling you or for doing one thing, then they, they won't, won't talk tell to you. you next yeah. time. Yeah, I agree with you. They won't talk you. to you. So That's and true. you scold them for every little thing they do. Yeah. Um, like, like this, the saying, pick your battles, you mm, know. Mm. Sometimes they expect me to tell them off for something and I'm just like... Just saying. <laughs> So do you recognize that your your mom, the way your mom has raised you, do you see it as different from some of your friends and how they were raised? I think before I didn't realize that, you know, that other people don't have this a great, mm. this great of a mom. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I think it was the social media. <laughs> I think it was the social media when people started commenting and saying your relationship is amazing and this and that. And then my friends started saying they're like, Oh, I love your mom so much. She's so amazing. Oh. And then I realized, yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rachel. The same. Yeah. My, my friends say, oh, I love your mom. I love your videos and everything. I'm just like, and the funny <laughs> thing is, like, I'm there thinking that I'm not wow. a, a great mom <clears throat> because unlike other moms, the way in my head, I should, you know, I mean, when they were little, I did this. You had to always be cleaning. Always yeah. Cooking. I never, you know, wanted to be the one that was always cleaning, always cooking, mm. when I could be spending time with them. And even now, I don't enjoy housework. I don't mm -hmm. enjoy cooking. I'm not one of those moms that, you know, oh, my mom's special something, something that I eat. I haven't got any special something, something that they eat. McDonald's. I don't, you know. Yeah. But let's, well, mommy, what's for dinner? I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to eat? I don't know. Please, I'm too tired to cook. Bam. <laughs> Order yourself something. Yeah. You know, so I think a lot of times I'm not great. I'm not doing a good job. And then, and then they will say, "Mommy, don't say that. You love me, mommy." They were like, "Don't look." Even my friends, they always say another day. Even my friends say that their moms don't cook. Yeah, <laughs> they have fish and chips and yeah. Yeah, fish fingers and chips. I'd so. rather you didn't cook than cooking something like that. That was rubbish. Like, really <laughs> <yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, that's so interesting. You know, it's funny because also tying this back to imposter syndrome, I watched it. Someone sent me a video of. I think it was in the state of Texas, they'd done a jollof rice competition mm -hmm. between Nigeria, Sierra Leone, and Ghana. Ghana. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and so what they did was they got these three guys to submit their jollof rice and they did a town hall event and <clears throat> invited them, the public to come and 
taste the different jollof rice. Mm-hmm. And they showed a clip where they got the guys to taste their own, taste the three and see if they could tell which was which. Yeah. And one of them tasted it and said, oh, this is not my mom's jollof rice. And immediately a voice went off in your head. Will your boys know what your jollof rice tastes? <laughs> Like, like instantly, I started yes. questioning myself. That do the boys even know what Your my food t- tastes yes. like? You know, would they be able to tell? And then it, it started to snowball. Then it became, you know, then you're not good enough as a mom. Mm. A proper mom, her children will know what their rice tastes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just went off. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. So it's it's really interesting. But with my boys, I've kind of. My, the early part of raising them, I stuck to the status quo, what I thought was the status quo. You know, I even remember as early as him, my first son in hospital, and he was crying and the nurse came and said, oh, you know, what's the matter? I said, oh, he's crying, but I don't want him to get spoiled, me holding him all the time. And that's only because that's what I had heard. Yeah. You know, but I really do thank God that a point came in my life where I started to learn what living authentically meant. Mm-hmm. And that was living as you, yeah. which means that my, how I raise them is going to be different from how you raise them. Yeah. And it's not a right versus a wrong. Exactly. It's my way is yes. unique to me and my kids and yes. your way is unique to you and your kids. Exactly. It really helped and yeah. it made a difference. And I'm glad that that happened much earlier rather than later, mm. because, yeah. you know, as teenagers, like we can talk for hours now, the boys and I, and, you mm. know, we get along like a house on fire. Oh. They're really cool kids. And so, yeah. But, but it's nice. it's a thing. Yeah. I went to th- through something similar to that with, mm. with Lizzie when she was a baby because she wasn't a good sleeper. Mm. And um, I remember trying to put her down for a nap and she was probably like three months old, four oh. months old. And there's all this advice, you know. So much. Do this, do that, yeah. do this, do that. And cry it out, leave her to sleep. Mm. Just leave her to cry herself to sleep. Leave her to cry herself. And... I would leave her to cry herself to sleep during the night and then I would, and you'd be I would burning be crying. on the inside exactly. I would sit on the stairs crying oh, wow. because she was crying. Then she wow. would, then she would, you know, saw her nappy, I'd change her nappy and put her back and she'd grab me and have to oh, it was man. just heartbreaking and I was just yeah. you know like oh. Then the next day I'm trying to put her down again for a nap and I cried so much I ended up calling my health visitor. Wow. <laughs> and I don't know what to, to do. do. Oh. And she said, "What do you want to do?" I said, oh, "I want to hold my baby." Yeah. What do you want? I want to, to hold my baby. She says, "Go and hold your baby." Yeah. Go and hold your baby. It's your baby. Wow. It's your baby. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. It's your baby. I wish and that was when that was when were like honestly that. that was when I was able to break that yes. hold that this all these teachings yeah. had on me. And then she slept with me in the bed. See? I let her sleep up. All yeah. that don't let baby sleep in the bed. Don't let me same here. Yeah. Exactly. Because where we come from, our yeah. babies are constantly attached us. to us. Yes. Whether you on know, our back, on our back, somewhere everywhere. feeding, yeah. whatever, they're always attached yeah, to us. And then you right. come to this country yeah. or the Western world, yeah. and they tell you, leave the baby in the car to cry itself to sleep. What is it? Self soothing. Yeah. I mean, I can't like, stand that. No. <laughs> why, why would a newborn baby know how to soothe itself? Yeah, like, yeah. why? Why are, you the, why are you the mother? Why exactly. would you just, you know, if an animal, wild animal, heard his baby right. crying, it would run and, and grab right. the animal. It wouldn't exactly. say, you will cry yourself to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you know, it's funny because I work in the space. My work full-time business is is in the baby and children. And, you know, I come across moms, you know, new moms all the time, Mm. my clients. And and I just feel, sometimes I feel so sorry for them because the amount of information that's out there 
that's conflicting and has nothing to do with your natural intuition yeah, as a mom. It's a lot. And they would come, sometimes they'll say, oh, I've read Dr. So-and-so's, they, like they name these gurus, mm-hmm. like we didn't have, thankfully, mm-hmm. when we had our kids, mm-hmm. right? And they're naming them and the so-and-so method, mm-hmm. you know, are you doing A or B? I'm like, yeah. no, it's not, it's, it's, there's no template. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and not all babies are the same. Not all babies are the same. Things, you know, my yeah. baby slept through the night at six weeks old. I used to, <laughs> <laughs> I used to look at those moms and like, yeah. good. Good okay. for you. My child is three, still not sleeping through the night. So she's four, she's still not sleeping through the night. I'm like, thank you. In my case, my first son did not have any teeth until after he turned one. Oh. And he was a big child. So, okay. so just think of the freaky nature of yeah. this situation, of this massive walking baby. child who would wake, who would suddenly that crying and there were no, no teeth. teeth. <laughs> and I would say to my mom, Mom, I'm really worried. She goes, Toxie, I have lived on earth for 60 something years. I have never seen a child with no teeth. <laughs> so this child's teeth will eventually grow teeth. And that was that was my yeah, but I really do believe in living authentically, yes. living by intuition. Yes. You know, and I'm actually I have a personal vendetta against anyone that would try and force me into a box or force anyone I know into a box mm-hmm. because you can only be your best possible self when you're being yourself. Exactly. There's a phrase I saw somewhere that says that no one can be a better better you than you. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a guy who was, I um, can't remember who it was, but he's an author and he was reading this book. He wanted to do his audio book. I think he may have been still having and when he did the first trial they said no it doesn't it wasn't him or someone else they said it doesn't sound like you he goes but it's me yeah you know and they they felt no we wanted to sound a certain way and they went and got somebody else to do his own book reading because they felt that society's expectation of what he should sound like audibly was different (laughs) and so they actually that's how far people will go to try Mm. and force you not not to be yourself. So anyone does that, just you know, just call your second mom. Yeah. Let me know, <laughs> and I will sort them out. <laughs> What's the f- a funniest story from? We'll, we'll start with Rachel because we're, we're getting Rachel in, out of the shy thing. Yes. So what's the funniest story you can think of, whether it's been you've done it on social media or not, that's happened to you, or maybe somebody that you love, someone in your family. Uh... Well, it was funny and it was scary, but funny to watch back when we went to the sculpture garden. Oh. Where was that? And then we were all, like, really scared of the sculpture. And then, and then we started crying. And then... I didn't. You didn't start crying. Liz was laughing at us. Yeah. And then we watched it back and it was really funny to watch back. So, so wait, was so was it... Are you serious? So why, why was it scary? So I didn't know there was such a thing. I've never heard of word. Well. I can't remember the word. Some of the monomatopia thing. It's the, <laughs> the fear of sculptures. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing until so I posted where, that video. But start off, where is the sculpture garden? Is it in the UK? On the way, yeah. Oh, yeah, on the way to, to Cornwall. Cornwall. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of one. I and what... I was just, you know, I try and find things for us to do that's mm. different. And, you know, and I was oh, this is going to be good. You know, a sculpture garden. They've got huge sculptures. It's a, a big grounds and there's a building there and they have these sculptures that are in the garden so there's like a teacup which is 
uh, active, massive okay. teacup in the ground, like in the garden. Mm. So it's massive. It's bigger than, than this. Wow. And I thought that would be really cool and yeah. nice sculptures. But to get to the place where you pay to get in to go and see it, there mm -hmm. are already sculptures okay. along the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We ran at one point because we saw one on the side that we didn't expect to see. Yeah, we saw it around the corner. We ran the corner. And then you screamed. I didn't even see it at one point. You started running back. We started, we, I ran backwards. Yeah. I ran back. I'm like, what is this? Let's go back in the car because I cannot walk past this statue. Oh my So we went goodness. back to the car and got in the car to drive past the statue. Even driving past what? the statue was scary. Was free. Oh, ah! <laughs> and they would go past a different one each time we saw a different one and, and there was one that was bushes they're in the bushes like, so you won't see it like, so you don't see it straight away all of a sudden you see this three spirits <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the one that made me cry the spirit <laughs> it was like a symbol that doesn't that was the one where you screamed like I screamed the highest pitch in my house. It was so And it wasn't even a joke. I was that we hadn't seen on the way there. Yeah, that was the ball. Like, that that was was the ball. <laughs> there are more of us. <laughs> so, so you were not scared. No, were you scared? I was a bit scared. I'm not that scared. Were you scared or were you scared because mommy was scared? Mm. <laughs> that might have been, might have yeah, been, maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> we left my mum at the holiday place because okay. she was with us on the holiday, and we said we're going to this. She was like, "I'm not coming with you." So I wonder said, how mum would have felt. Oh, when we got back and told her, she was like, "Hey, <laughs> God told me not to tell you." <laughs> 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 you oh, see what my. you want to enter yourself into? Wow. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but you know spirits. what? I can imagine. I wonder how. I love thrills, but I. I'm almost tempted to go and try it out and see how you well should. I'll freak out because what comes to mind is I remember growing up, so in Benin, grew up in Benin and we lived in a bungalow. So right outside my room window, there were all the bushes and everything. But I remember, and I'm sure this must have happened to you before, when maybe someone has hung a towel or something. Yes. And then at the middle of the night, you wake up. And oh, as far yeah. as you're concerned... It's a dog with no tail yeah. <laughs> or a cow with no face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and there's nothing that anyone can tell you at yeah. that point that what you're seeing is it's, what it is. What you <laughs> Even when you know that I put my dress there, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably my dress. Yeah. Well, no, your so brain will still tell you. <laughs> so there's a real thing as a fear of sculptures. Yes, sculptures, there is. Really? Yeah, there is. Yes. Wow. It was actually one of our followers DM'd me really? and said, yeah, this is, it's an actual thing 
she told me the name of it. Wow. And I was like, wow, I never realized I that. And I said, I don't know if it's a fear of sculptures or if it's just my Nigerian background. Yes. Because in true. Nigeria, when you see statues, it's to do with witchcraft. So as far as I was concerned, everything I was seeing is juju. It's one man. It's Ogu or one god or something. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know whether it's it's not all statues I'm afraid. At least I've seen a statue of Jesus before and I wasn't afraid. I was fine. It's, it's the, those sculptures yeah. were scary to me. You know, yeah. when I went to a mu- museum with my school for an art trip, there were loads of sculptures there, and I, I had to close my eyes. And so we went to this exhibition, and to get to there, we had to go through this specific part with lots of scary sculptures. Was wow. scary to me, and I literally, my friend had to guide me. Closed <laughs> wow. my eyes, and I had she had to guide me. Oh wow! Only you. Only you were scared. So yeah. maybe you are actually scared. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, that experience scarred yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe we, have, uh, ah. we need to go again and challenge ourselves to actually yeah. go through it. So go through it. it. Yes. I wonder if grandma will go. <laughs> <laughs> like, where? <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh. Okay, Lizzie, most embarrassing moment? I don't know. I just I get embarrassed a lot, and I just <laughs> it's, it's not embarrassing unless you feel embarrassed. So mm. I think this girl's dropping some wisdom. <laughs> it's not can embarrassing. I, can I just say my whole feeling... like since I was seven to mm-hmm. eleven, I didn't like how I looked. <laughs> so looking back at that, I'm embarrassed about that. Okay, about how, how you felt. How I was like so like. I used to talk a lot and like talk nonsense. You only feel that way now on watching videos of yourself back uh-huh. then. Yeah. So you're embarrassed for your old, old self. self. And your old yeah. self was fine with it. Then. Yes, your old self was perfectly happy <laughs> True, and fine yeah. with it. Even how yeah. you looked. Like Lizzie used to be, you know, the curvy, <laughs> the chubby rag. one. Rachel was a little skinny. Okay. And because I had this thing, I have a weight thing. So I didn't want her to feel okay. like she was less beautiful because mm. she was chubby. So I used to always sing to oh. her about how beautiful she is, oh. about her chubbiness is beautiful, nice. and yeah. she's got this African real beautiful. Oh. You know, I used to sing that to her all the time to make her feel oh, confident beautiful. in herself. Until the day this one said to me, "Mommy, I'm ugly. I'm skinny." Oh, of course. <laughs> But then because I've gone so much into building her up about how beautiful she is, yeah. she, she's yeah. now interpreted she that as because I'm not big, I'm then not I beautiful. Can be. Oh my God, we can't win. You can't win, you know, <laughs> you can't win. So now wow. I have to start reversing everything. I was like, no, everybody is beautiful now. Big old, skinny old, anything you all short, whatever, you are beautiful. You're beautiful. Every, I, I'm not even going to talk about anybody's no, body. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not discuss anybody's body. No, that's too funny. <laughs> but you know what's funny, though, is that if... I wonder if, if you had never sang to her... Okay, yes, we know society would have come anyway for yeah. her, but... If you'd never even paid attention to her size mm. or her shape or her figure, she would probably not have had an issue with it. Do you think? Uh, yeah, she probably wouldn't have. I mean, which it was my own issue that I projected onto her. Yeah, your, your expectations. Yes, 
I, I expected that she would have low self-esteem mm. because I had low self-esteem because yeah. of my size. So I expected that she would. So I projected that and I was wow. trying to prevent her wow, from, from having, having the low self-esteem. Wow. She, she would not have had it anyway. Yeah, she I wouldn't have think. had no. it. No. Oh my God. You know what? Parenting is not easy. Listen, <laughs> oh. Listen. I mean, I go as far as saying, and, and some people probably shoot me for this, but I've actually uttered a few times that people who don't have kids have a special blessing that they're totally unaware of. <laughs> Honestly, it's different. Maybe we'll it's edit not, that part off. It's just it's not not psychology. You need mm. to know, have psychology. You need to... There's so yeah, much that there's you... a lot. And it doesn't come with a manual. Yeah. And even if you've successfully raised one child, you've got... <laughs> My second child showed me Pepe. My <laughs> goodness. <laughs> he, he was the one child that I had my knees on the ground for. The, I was so scared. What? And I'm talking of from babyhood. <laughs> <laughs> and the first one was perfection. Oh. So he was perfection, and then this one comes out. <laughs> She's perfection. I don't know. There's something about the second child, you know. Mm. And he, he was. He just like we, I remember one time in secondary school, we got a. We we were constantly getting letters from school. Okay. And it was tiny little things, you know. And he's funny as well. Yeah. So one time, the head teacher finally called and said, "We need a, a meeting." So my husband and I went for the meeting. And they came out with a binder and they started reading out all of his atrocities. <laughs> and it was, Reese was flying a paper plane in class. Reese was calling another child chubby, chubby, chubby. <laughs> Reese started chewing gum on somebody's head. Reese, even when he was, I remember, because we used to live in the US and I remember he had a, um, so the, the way they do the education there, every in elementary school, every single Friday, you get a report from school. Wow. So yeah, every Friday, like, you know, you get a report from school, from okay. the teacher. So he had been acting up in class, just messing around. And now we're talking of, he was probably five or six at the time. So acting up in class, being a clown. <laughs> yeah. And um, the teacher said to him, I'm going to tell your brother, because his older brother was in the same school, but obviously in a different class. Yeah. I'm going to tell your brother, and Reese couldn't quite read at the time. Mm-hmm. Reese takes his report card and he writes in his very little limited writing that he could, Reese was good. <laughs> when I told my mom, my, my mom put the fear of God in me. She says, she just, I'll tell exactly how she went, ah, 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 otio, otio, that's really bad. <laughs> and I went from my son, falsifying his report at the, to, age of five. at the age of five to becoming an armed robber <laughs> like there's no i'm like there's no way now it's already happened like this is how it starts <laughs> and all of that so he really did did scare us but and then all of a sudden complete turnaround yeah oh he plays american football and my husband oh. said to him you know what one and we're not you're not doing football anymore oh no this boy switched instantly wow. when i say he switched i mean instantly wow. we went for parents teachers meeting and and the, the teacher is just looking at him angrily and just like, i just don't know what to say he's just been behaving himself like he was he was annoyed <laughs> <laughs> he was angry and, and all of them were the same was so, well there's nothing really to report i mean his grades are okay he's <laughs> he hasn't been acting up in class <laughs> there, was a, there was a resentment <laughs> The resentment had built over a period of time. It was the shop banker it for like complaining. Yes. <laughs> and he's doing this he's really doing fun with them. Yeah, exactly. Oh my oh goodness. God. But yeah. And so they're all children are so different and you know yes. 
And all we can do is try and then use our intuition yes. and just be authentic and just, you know what? I feel like holding my baby older. Our boys all slept with us in the bed, literally, yeah. till it was ridiculous for them to not yeah. be in the bed anymore. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And you have so many families that say, no, you should Oh, my goodness. Quality, you know? Too many. <laughs> Too many. And then they complain that they're not close with their kids. Exactly. <laughs> when you yeah. push them into a cot at three months of right. age in a separate room... <laughs> You know, exactly. What, what do you, what, what kind of closeness are you looking for now? Now that they're sixteen and seventeen, <laughs> exactly. It's not gonna happen, you know. No. Oh yeah, but it's just cultural differences, yeah. and you know, I'm, I am thankful. I think that we were born into the culture and the society we needed to be yeah. to become who we were supposed to be, yes. and all of it has shaped us and helped us. Like yes. we were supposed to be. Nigerians yeah. <laughs> through and through and have the experiences that where did you go to school? Did you school in Nigeria? Oh wow, that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> I started so I was born in London and I and then I went to Nigeria as a baby. Okay. So I started primary school in Nigeria. Okay. Then in the middle of primary school I came back to oh. London. I finished primary school, started secondary school, then went back to, to Nigeria. Nigeria. Oh. Finished secondary school, started uni, then no. came back to England. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. Back, so anytime people ask me, well, where did you school? Yeah, like, how long have you gone? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So I've done half and half, half of everything. Half, yeah. yeah, back and forth. So I finished uni here. Yeah. Well, to completely change courses because I was mm. actually studying medicine in Nigeria. Oh, right. And when I came back to when I came back to England, I decided that I didn't want to go through the okay. stress of trying to get into medical wow. school. So I just did something that was still kind of medical yeah. but less demanding interesting so we have yeah. almost similar experiences oh. so i was born in scotland but then moved to nigeria as a baby and then i grew up spent most of my my child teenage years in nigeria went to secondary school and i schooled in the north of nigeria which is a very different culture and very different experience from lagos yes. or any of those or yeah. Ibad or any of those places so i i have a very thankfully have a very good grasp on the different cultures of my because bo- and it was boarding house okay. which meant that it was a melting pot melting pot of all the different tribes yes. and it was also a military school so okay. that was a totally different story wow. and then came to england and went to sixth form here mm-hmm. and uh university and i was supposed to study medicine as well oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i was supposed to st- i mean I, it was written in the stars from when I was a child because my father's a, a do- retired doctor and oh, I used okay. to read his books. Yeah, his so there was, oh, she's supposed to be a doctor. Yeah, she's oh, she's definitely a doctor. Yeah, I should go be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. like so it, was, it was Like it was, that was the thing, you know. Yeah. So I just do, yeah, just I like, went into was, medical school, yeah. See, but unlike <laughs> you, see, you got into medical school. I'll tell you yeah. what I did. <laughs> Because I also was lucky to have had parents who told us how intelligent we were and, oh, talks, you're so smart and yeah. you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. That's supposed to be a nice thing, but I kind of took it to the other level and oh. I thought I didn't need to study for A-levels. Oh. <laughs> so I failed so woefully ah. when I did my A-levels and I was shocked. No. It's like, what kind of grades are this? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> It's the grades people get when they don't actually study. (laughs) (laughs) And so I decided to do pharmacology. Oh, okay. Because I thought I'm going to do a related medical, something in the medical medical, field. And I'll do pharmacology. And then when I'm done, I'm going to go, definitely go into medical school. So that was the plan. But then I got married in my second year Uh, at uni and went from attending human physiology lessons and started spending more of my time at home base and fads doing up my flats. I didn't do media wall units. 
<laughs> I didn't go that far. As a matter of fact, I did attend some major projects and halfway through, I'd be like, I beg, I can't. That, <laughs> so you did me. amazing that well. I That's another story. because I was posting it on social media. There so were times no I was choice. like, I'll sit there like this. I'll be looking at it. So what made me start? I'll just stare like, no, you I did. can't stop that now is... because people are waiting to see. <laughs> people are waiting to see. I can't stop it now. You know, no, that if you guys haven't seen the her wall unit, her media wall, you've got to go on to Celia Talks's everything and find it because <laughs> even the color you chose, everything you know, I changed the colors. I started off with a, like a gray, okay, and because I I wanted a gray, and the, but the paint that I bought it looked oh. more like blue, and I was like, this looks like blue. blue, so I went and got another one which was more the gray that I wanted, oh, right. then okay. I painted over it to get the gray that I wanted. Then when I got that later, I was like, I think I actually liked that the blue. blue. The wrong blue. So you did? Yeah, no, I it, it, back. it doesn't really look like blue anymore. No, it, it, looks it looks like, like a... still blue. Yeah, like exactly. it looks like a yeah. Yeah. Oh blue. my goodness. <laughs> nah, you did well. You really <laughs> did. Yeah. I, I did um started and it was then I started got into DIY okay. and started decorating my flat and I was as broke as they come, like I had no money. Yeah. But I thought I'm gonna go anyway to B and Q and they had the, they would have this bucket where they sold last yes. wallpapers yeah, and things. discounted yeah, yeah discounted items and i'll grab a wallpaper roll grab a knife and i'll trim it all the way down to turn it into a border oh. and then i couldn't afford colored paint so yeah. no blue or gray for me it yeah. was just white, white yeah. but then i bought dye and i'd mix in oh. the colors and i'll get different <laughs> colors of, and that was how i painted my flat and the bathroom was blue and the living room was so different. you found a passion there for I decorating did. i did yeah. yeah but then one day i woke up and said talks let's face it you've dropped out of uni, uni. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, yes, was, it, was it like an avoidance thing? I don't think it was because I was so stuff. passionate about my my course. I loved okay. it so much. I loved everything about it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a little bit, maybe that would may have been. Oh my goodness, <laughs> no. So, but I thought that was brilliant. So I Thank ended you. up doing that. And then that was how I, I then, then I became a medical rep. So I worked okay. as a, for a pharmaceutical company for a while. Okay. And after I had my third son, they were not willing to give me back the regular hours, hours. The, the, the hours I wanted after, the was, maternity. after my after maternity. And I happened to be reading a book at the time where someone had written in and said, how do I know what my gift is? And the author said, your gift is that thing you do so effortlessly that everyone thinks it's a big deal except yeah. you. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, I've seen that quote somewhere. Have you? Yeah. I've seen that quote somewhere. That was it. And I just thought, okay, everybody loves my home. Everyone thinks that my decoration skills are brilliant. Yeah. That's it. That's my gift. And so I went and enrolled in an interior design course and then studied interior design and then wow. started an interior design firm. Yeah. But I had only been running it for a few months when, in fact, Susie was my, she was my very first client. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did the baby's nursery and, oh. and yeah, so I've been running it for a few months when one day my husband goes comes back from work and says, why don't we move to the U.S.? I was like, yeah, let's go. So we sold our home and packed our boys and we moved. And that's yeah. how we ended up there. But in the process, purchased a baby furniture company. Yeah. And that was how I got into got that. Into, wow. So long-winded yes, <laughs> yes, as yes. well. But you ended up where you were meant yeah, to. Well, yeah. Something hopefully. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> I do love it. I enjoy yeah. it. But, but I can see... All the things that I can you see myself. Like, yeah, yeah, I can definitely. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've looked at interior decorating. I've yeah, looked, uh-huh. researched it. I've spoken to people, and I was like, you know what? No one's gonna hire me as an interior decorator <laughs> when there are so many other talented interior decorators. Who's gonna just hire you? Just no, somebody they, just comes out thing. of nowhere. But you know so, why? Why they would is because, and that's one thing about creative people. There are no two people that are the same. Like True. your vision and your idea for something. Like if someone had said a media wall unit, you alone knew what you wanted it to yeah. look like. And it was hidden in your mind. Mm-hmm. Nobody else knew. So you may have described it and everything, maybe yeah. even seen some pictures, but the way it's come out came out because of the way you made it. That's right. True. So if you ever want to consider that. Yeah. So <laughs> Rachel and I, we were talking once, weren't really? we? We had a whole business idea. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, yes. You remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, ready what? room. Ready room. Ready room. Don't, 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 yeah, don't we expose our yes. <laughs> yes. We're going to edit this part. <laughs> No, listen, if you if you ever want to go into it, definitely. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it, haven't we? Because Rachel has that that ah. yeah, she has the love for that as well. Okay. So I'll give yeah. you some pointers yeah. or connect you with good people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long we've been talking for. I know, right? <laughs> but this is I mean, good. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Okay, so um, tell us something surprising about you oh. that nobody else knows. Ah, I'm an open book. Everyone knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. What does nobody know about? Okay, I guess nobody really knows that I had surgery on my eye for oh, glaucoma. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, but I don't talk about it because it's well, just, I think I was healed. Yeah, yeah, so, but you were healed. Yeah, so I don't really, but... Because healing comes in different ways. Exactly, so. exactly. So I was using eye drops for a while after, but then okay. it was when I was pregnant that they told me to stop using the drops and I never needed them again Oh, good. That. So oh, so that was a long time ago. Yeah. I oh. held you then. Sorry? I healed you then. Yeah, she healed you. Actually, it was Rachel. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you did? You prepared the way. Yeah. yeah. Because there would be no Rachel if it wasn't for you. That's true. You know, you're the, you're the room opener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's one, one book or blog that you're reading? I don't read. You don't read? <laughs> <laughs> I don't read. I don't have patience for reading. I when, I, when I finish uni, I throw all my books in the oh garage. Oh my God, you're like, when I'm I finish, done. I was like, I'm done. I'm not even going to read expiry dates really? of milk. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not reading nothing. <laughs> I just don't. But I used to be a big reader when I was okay. younger, as a teenager. I used okay. to read novels a lot. Then uh, I stopped because... Did you do Mills and Boons? This is the thing. People were starting to give me Mills and Boons, but I was, I was kind of reading above my age, but uh, I didn't want to read above my age because it was inappropriate. Mm. So I literally just stopped reading. Oh. Yeah. I think I was what like were you, 14 what were you I reading? just stopped reading I used to read lots of um, like thriller type books okay. or this book with my mum actually called Flowers in the Attic it was oh. like a series of books oh. Um, I read that and I don't think it was age appropriate because I was 13 or 14. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it was age appropriate. Is <laughs> that why that. you were scared of putting the stuff That's in the loft? I'm scared of attics, aren't I? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't like yeah. anything scary. Yeah. <laughs> no, not movies, not books. I just yeah. stay away from it. Yeah. I don't um, mind. I don't mind. Do you listen to podcasts? No. <laughs> <laughs> I always say no. I'm going to. I always say I'm going to, you know, and then I forget. Like there's a couple of co- podcasts that I'm like, oh, I need to listen to that. Mm. One is in Kitchen. You probably know her. She's on Instagram. Um, I don't think I do. In, you know. What's her full name? Kelechi, not in Kitchen. Kelechi. Oh, Kelechi. She's. Is it Kelechi? Oh, is it um? 
I think I know her. Yeah, so I don't know why I forgot her. Yeah. Um, is it Machine Gun Kalechi? No, she has this um, pole dancing. Yeah, yeah, thing. that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. with so, her baby. Yeah. yeah. So I've always said I'm going to listen to that podcast. Mm, you know, I, I just don't. You don't. I told you I was going to listen to. Yeah. There's another one that somebody want, sent me a message about. I said, oh, I'm going to listen to that mm, podcast. I haven't. You haven't. I'm just terrible with things like that. I mm. get because I am. I hyper focus on some yes, certain things so okay. much that I don't give myself room to do mm, other stuff. Mm, mm, mm. So, um, yeah, so I get carried out. If I go to work, then it's social yeah. media, it's planning the video, <laughs> or just going through social media, say like what trends are going at the moment. Yeah. Do I want to do that trend? Most of the time I say no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. How about you, reading? What do you like to read? You read. I mean, obviously you read. Um, you're why you do your things like that? Like, <laughs> you don't read that much. Richard doesn't read. No. 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 I real. do every once in a while. Okay. Not really. Did you used to read when you were younger? This one. <laughs> I used to hide, used to hide my books school. in a little pocket. You know those little books they give them when they start school? Yeah. When they're in reception? Yeah, yeah. She used to roll it <laughs> and put it in the pocket of her book bag and hide it. So I'm like, okay, Rachel, bring your book. Let's Rachel. read. Let's read. She was like, I'm like, where's your book? <laughs> Didn't you get a book? Wow, <laughs> Rachel, you have skills. <laughs> Four years old. <laughs> no book, no book. This went on for weeks. Until one day I was like, this can't this be. This is not possible. How, why are they not sending books home with you? This is wrong. I'm going to call the school and find out what's going on. Let me just check her back properly. And then and I checked. I found it rolled up in oh there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if she finds a book that she likes, yeah, then she will read and she'll read and she'll read. I think you're the same as well. If you find something that you really well, like, you I try it. to read because you force yourself to read. Yeah, yeah. but she doesn't force herself. To I read. don't know why. I always like I like books and I don't like the ending and then I don't like reading mm. again. I don't think. Do you, what kind of endings would you prefer? Like, would you like? I think a happy... I have to. No, I think I have to read like crime or thriller really? for me to actually properly properly read. Okay. I don't like. Like fantasy books where mm. it's just lots of describing the world and mm. it's it's nice but it, it gets a bit boring, boring for me yeah. sometimes yeah okay so, yeah you just need the right books yeah. yeah it's true sometimes it's hard I love Chimamanda yeah oh my god I should get you some of her books actually and if you like but because you've got a creative side to you as well yeah. what I love about her books I mean like there's the one the couple hibiscus I don't even remember the detail of that book. It's just the way she crafts the words, yes. you know, like yeah. she really just has this way of writing. Talented. Yeah. And, and another person is like that is Maya Angelou. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's, she's got uh, her whole biography. Out and it's hilarious because she's self-deprecating. She laughs oh, at herself. Really? She mocks herself. But it's re- she's also another brilliant person oh, that just her way yeah. with words. I know. Yeah. But I don't like anything sad. I don't like sad movies. I just yeah. I do. Oh, really? Well, I don't. I don't. <laughs> They'll be like, "Why do you always watch these movies yeah. that make yeah. you cry? Yeah. You just sit there and you cry, and I'll be crying." Well, like, actually, mommy. they'll be consoling me. Like, <laughs> mommy, mommy, it's okay, mommy, it's okay. Why do you watch this movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because oh. it's happened to somebody in real life. Oh my God, that's even worse. <laughs> That's it. That's for me. That was Forrest Gump. When I watched Forrest oh. Gump, I cried nonstop in the cinema. <laughs> And I said never again. And the reason I cried was because even though his story was fictitious, yeah. I knew that it happened. There were people there like were people, that. Exactly. So I just thought, goodness, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> and just there's too much sadness in the world. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's great. Okay. So, any apps or tips? <laughs> if someone, one of the things we talk a lot about is being authentic, being introspective, 
really living, living from the inside out, like the podcast says, what would be your tip for someone to live authentically or live from the inside out? I think it would be to believe, first of all, that you are okay. You are mm. enough. You are good. No matter what anybody say, says, no. no matter how anybody treats you, mm. believe that you are okay. Mm-hmm. And if everybody else doesn't think so, yeah. then let them go. Right. <laughs> I love that. Just let them go because mm. there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. It's because I spent so much of my life thinking mm. there's something wrong with me. Yeah. That's why I, I've lost these friends. Mm. That's why I don't have those friends. That's why mm. these relationships have ended. If something is wrong with me, mm-hmm. I don't do things right. I don't know. Then I got to the point where I was like, you know what? Then let me just be by myself. Mm. Let me love myself yeah. as I am. And if everybody thinks there's something wrong with me then they don't have to be around me yeah let them go and it's just i just stay by myself me and the people who actually love me absolutely with or whatever my faults that they think of my faults i just stay with that but you know you get the people that actually love you who Mm -hmm. say to you there's nothing wrong with you Mm -hmm. like i have a couple of friends who say there's nothing wrong with you (laughs) like because i'm telling one friend about another friend who's no longer my friend and why she's no longer my friend and i think it's maybe it's me she's like no it's not you it's not you Mm -hmm. you." and i are in that space right now Mm -hmm. where where, we're like deleting season yes (laughs) you know like ruthless yes (laughs) it has to be because it saps you it does yeah the energy that you need to actually have that authentic happy life yeah it saps you because you're always trying to be the person that you want them to accept yeah, and then no. you find out that why am i striving to it be accepted right. by this person by actually that person isn't a good person see that's like even... the things this person has said to me i would never say it to right. them so she right. can't be a good person so why am i yeah. trying so hard to be accepted by this Absolutely. person who is the one hurting my feelings exactly. you know there's exactly. no point i agree a hundred percent until the kids grow up i leave home then are supposed to be in your life. I think that we we certainly do go through seasons where people do have to drop off. Yeah. Because not everyone who started with you is going to go all exactly. the way with you. And the people who drop off, you may not even recognize how amazingly blessed you are for losing them. For losing them, them yeah. You know, you might not know it in the moment, you know, but as time goes on, you look back and you realize. So what we were even talking about it this morning and saying how, you know, you're, <clears throat> when people, there are people who come to prepare you for who you're supposed to become, Mm. but they're not necessarily meant to be with with that that person. person. Exactly. So, yeah, but I love that being you're enough as it is. And I think that that's something that we need to even chant until we believe it because we live, most of us live primarily by our senses and our emotions. So if we feel we're not enough, then we believe we're not enough. And if we see physical evidence, that suggests we're not enough, then we believe that as well. Exactly. And so we've got to teach our minds and program our minds like, I am so enough, there's nothing wrong with me. Exactly. So I love that. Thank yeah. you. I've made friends on social media. See? You know, like people who just message me. There's mm. a funny one. There's this one lady who would message me a lot, Mm-mm. DM me, and I'd DM back, we'd mm. chat, and we basically became friends just mm. chatting back and mm. forth. And there was another lady who would DM, would chat mm. back and forth. I was like, oh, my DM, my friends, yeah. you know, DM back and forth. And then there was a video, one of them commented and mm-hmm. said, this is exactly like mum. Mm. And she tagged this other lady. Okay. And I realised that they were sisters. Oh. 
And I was like, what? Excuse me? I was like, are you two sisters? They were like, yes. I was like, well, how is it that wow. my two, you know, DM besties are sisters? Are actually sisters. They're actually sisters. So we arranged to meet of up. Course. We met up in Bristol. The That's three nice. of us sitting there looking like we're all from the same family. So I find that I've met people on social media that yeah. I absolutely adore. Yeah. Such lovely people. Yeah. Like, yeah. what you see of me is what you get. Yeah, you know, I exactly. don't pretend, like you mm-hmm. said, we don't pretend to be what no, we're not. No. I don't act like I'm the perfect mum mm-hmm. or we have a perfect relationship. People just see us for who we are. Yeah, yeah. And I think that people who are, I think there are people that you're supposed to connect with and those people can only recognise you when you're being yourself, yes. which is what you are. True. And so yes. that's why, I mean, you're having sisters raised by the same mom. <laughs> and they happen to Completely be different. Yeah, yeah and they and they come into you yeah. and, and build yeah. a relationship yeah. with you it's crazy <laughs> oh, that's amazing it's funny how god would just make sure that you know the right people come into our life exactly. regardless whatever route he uses you exactly. know yeah. that's nice yeah. so how about you do you have any tips for i think getting people to be more authentic to be themselves or oh, it doesn't yeah. have to be as limited as that just any yeah. tip at all yeah i think with social media it's tempting to not be yourself and just act fake mm. to make people like you but i think like obviously don't share everything you're doing mm. online but i think if you're not hiding anything and you're not and you don't feel like you're a bad person and you know you think you're a good person and you're normal mm. and you th- what you do is normal yeah. <laughs> then you shouldn't be worried about hiding anything Love you should that. post what you feel like you what you feel is cool and what you mm-hmm. feel is normal mm-hmm. so yeah Love that. Mm-hmm. So smart, these girls of mine. <laughs> Rachel? Well, yeah, like the same thing. Mm. Like, there's always going to be people who, like, there are trends that go around, but and then there are people who follow the trends and then people who don't follow the trends. Mm. So just choose which one you want to be, but just, just don't be change mm. yourself for other people yeah. to follow the trends. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. yeah. Don't lie just to follow a trend. Yeah. Or like if you're not, oh, I don't, I don't follow trends, I'm different. Uh, <laughs> that again, you're still following the trend of being, not following the trend. Do you know what I mean? You're still following yeah, the trend. Yeah, yeah. If the trend is cool and you want to do it, then do it. Don't try yeah. and act different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I, I say that as well. Sometimes you, you have these women and again, because of the space I'm in, a lot of women would literally strip, they've had their baby and then they strip down and they're like, Oh, this is just me, you know, my post body body, my post baby body, body. and and I can see many women are trying hard to um, say that it's okay to have, which is wonderful. Yes, but you can also see that a lot of it is also for attention as well. It like, is, yeah, yeah. You know, it is. I it, find a lot of. <laughs> I watch them like. Mm. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I like. We all know it's okay. You don't have to show right, us. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, it's possible. We all have right. the stretch marks yeah, and the flabbiness. Exactly. We don't need you to tell us it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Especially when they do it over and over and over. Yeah. It's like, it's too much. When they do it over again, you know they're just doing it for the likes. And yes, the yes, yes, yeah, 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 that's it. You guys are so amazing. Oh, I could keep chatting like, I know, forever. This is fun. We need to have a, a, a nice date where we literally sit down mm-hmm. and maybe do, do a Nigerian restaurant. Yes, mm. that would be nice. That would be so cool. That would be very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. So please tell us, Rachel, you're going to do this final part. Okay. Where can people find you? TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, but mostly TikTok and Instagram. 
mostly Instagram. Have <laughs> <laughs> you posted on Instagram almost every well, pretty much every, every day. day. Almost. So, and what's almost. your what's the handle? Celia talks family. Celia. She doesn't know. even know. She no, changes. She's what? a star. It's it's really it never changes, Rachel. <laughs> I don't know whether it's just Celia talks or Celia it's talks. Celia family. talks family. It doesn't matter if you put Celia talks. It'll you will find come us. Yeah. You know what? what There's what, only one Celia talks. You know. Right. What Rachel Jones do there is like my people know those little details. I don't get to know exactly. I'm a star. Exactly. I just stay in the background and you know. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you for having this us. has been super super fun. I yes, really enjoyed it. Did not so even go through half the questions. But oh really? It's okay. we, have yeah, we have to. We definitely have to. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. So what did you think about my conversation with Celia and her girls? Are they not the most adorable family? <laughs> I took away quite a bit from them. I love the authenticity, the love, the laughter, the freedom, the liberation that the girls have. And it's just beautiful to see. And I also took away some lessons and nuggets about uh, raising children gently and authentically and managing to have a healthy relationship with them, even though she's their mother. What did you learn? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. But in the meantime, leave from the inside out. See you soon.